0: Welcome to the complete guide to Koholint. I'm Ryan. I'm Zach. And today the tile is L three. Zach, what the heck is on tile L three? This is a good
1: tile. Uh, there's what a water- is it? There's a waterfall here.
0: Oh, beautiful! It's
1: beautiful, and it's great. You know, my a...
0: dwarves love waterfalls because the mist gives them a good thought.
1: That's cool. That, anyways, I was <laughs> that you could really easily distract me if you want to be talking about some dwarf stuff. But let's not do that right now because that's not this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Don't do this to me. Okay. Uh, okay. This, this tile is in the Tall Tall Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, like, weird pothole, not pothole area, like the little bounds area. Yeah. Uh, there's a keyhole facing a big waterfall. old waterfall. And when you eventually obtain the angler's key, mm-hmm. you bring the angler's key to this tile, yes. put it in and the you keyhole. Put it in there, yes. And then and then the waterfall goes away and behind mm-hmm. it is the English tunnel. Dungeon Angler's number four. English tunnel. Yes. Uh English uh, Tunnel is a good one. Yeah. It's like I mean like all the dungeons are good. I we've we've said that all the dungeons in this game are good. Yeah, yeah. But this one is on the upper half, I would say
0: huh i haven't ranked them in my i don't know if this is the time or place to do it's not but i'm gonna (laughs) just
1: i'm specifically ranking this one i would say upper half um okay i gotta think
0: because i i like face shrine more than you do yes you do and i like turtle rock and i like catfish's maw and i like eagle's tower um I guess Angler Tunnel would actually be in the bottom half for me, but that's because the competition is so good.
1: It's so good. Angler's yes. Tunnel is the water dungeon in this game. Mhm. Uh I have a note on that somewhere. It's a water dungeon, but it doesn't have any water temple style mechanics. That's that's nice. You're not no manipu- you're not manipulating water and filling things and raising and lowering water levels. Now,
0: okay. The only water dungeon of, of that stripe that we've had so far in in zelda if if i'm if i'm right is the swamp palace right
1: yeah more or less that's the only one that had any and water mechanics
0: again my memory is imperfect but i'm pretty sure the only water manipulation you do in swamp palace is the pulling the one thing to empty the
1: you you change the water level one time to make no the, there's, yep. there's a there's three different times okay there's two parts where you have to fill oh god there's no you're one, right okay there's at least one I'm part where you now. fill up a thing so that you can cross over and water and then there's one where you have to drain a pool okay which is uh, establishing that as like a hey this might be a cool idea to like they're like oh man i was gonna make a bad pun they're testing the waters hey with with that kind of concept and then when they moved to 3D, they went full force. But here, they're like, okay, we want to do a waterish dungeon, but we're not going to do, like, water mechanics, but we will do, like, swimming mechanics. And this is yeah. a big... This is where you get... Well, we'll get there in a moment, but this is where swimming comes into it's play. It's a flippers. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, I want to talk about the music in English Tunnel... Is a higher pitched version of the regular cave theme. I'm pretty sure, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I think it might just be like pitch it up and shift it, or shift it, pitch it up and ship it. Like they didn't do anything else. Yeah, it's cool. Not positive. It's. It. I don't like it because no? everything else has its own music, and like every other dungeon, I mean, has an actual composition that goes on with like an A section and a B section and crazy stuff. And Angler's Tun- this. It's just the same thing over and over again. It's kind of disappointing.
1: I like variations on the same song sometimes, and I. I don't know. And the fact that it's, like, higher pitched makes it sound like, um, reminds me of, what does it remind me of? Cave Story. How you have, like, some of the opening caves are very, like, it sounds like dripping water kind of a thing. Hmm. And, I don't know, just, it sounds like the appropriate music for the dungeon, and I have a hard time (laughs) gesticulating that. But like in my head, I'm like, oh, no, no, that's perfect. It's, it's 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 another cave, but it's a cave that's all watery, and I like it. it the
0: the pitch or whatever manipulation they did, it, it definitely sounds right for the dungeon. Uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, just yeah, wish yeah. that
1: it was a little fancier. That's fair. That's a fair thing, but uh, let's talk anyway. about the map. Uh, this dungeon is roughly shaped like a fish, is what my notes say. Sure. Uh, yeah, and it's like a very symmetrical shape.
0: Um, that. Zelda dungeons. I want to say, don't usually have. Am I right about that symmetry? Uh, am I okay? Think just about this game. Bottle Grotto, obviously, uh, is symmetrical. Uh, Face Shrine obviously is symmetrical. Uh, yeah, it, there's a lot of symmetrical things in this game. Never mind. That was this really stupid
1: observation. Well, I mean, <laughs> if if, you know, if you're comparing it to like LoZ, LoZ has like random shapes that are. Like barely coherent, Um, and then they tell you it's actually a a this is this is lion or something. Yeah, this is the lion labyrinth or whatever. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like, there's a precedent for like weirdly shaped things. This one, but and a lot of the dungeons here and dungeons in other Game Boy games and stuff end up being symmetrical only in terms of like if you look at it on a flat plane, right? Um. Well, okay. It's like how uh death mountain in loz is just a big skull Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: like if you look at the way like you end up teleporting around the map and all the little under sections i've i've drawn that out a couple times and it's like a weird like three-story thing that's not actually skull shaped if you think of it in terms of like you're just representing this on a flat plane because that's the easiest way to present this information on the screen all at once But if you think about it in, like, a three-dimensional space, it would actually be, like, a three-story thing or four-story. I forget. So, anyways. I'm going to derail us completely. Uh, People complain
0: that the map in uh, Metroid 2 doesn't make sense because it overlaps itself. But it's just three-dimensional. It's consistent. I,
1: I have never... I played the remake because that one was it easier for me to play <laughs> i did not like, i forget why i was looking back
0: at the uh, metroid 2 map but i was like i i just I, I i would be mad if like going around this way took longer than going around that way you know like yeah. if it actually didn't make spatial sense but the only way it doesn't make sense is if you assume that sr388 is a two-dimensional planet which is sure
1: not. I think it's because it's, like, one spot that it does it that it gets confusing, whereas if it had it been more...
0: Oh, I'm not denying that it's confusing. It's confusing.
1: It's like how, uh, if we're going to go on a Metroid tangent, how Metroid Fusion, like, the, all the different sectors connect to each other in mm-hmm. a, in a linear fashion but they all like are offset by one. So if you kept going in a circle forever, you would slowly climb or slowly descend? Is that true? I think uh we're going to That see. is messed. i hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to look it up. Uh, I can't deal with that. It's it it ends up being really weird and awkward. I thought I liked the Metroid Fusion map. Oh no, it's fantastic. It it's fantastic. Up. But you end up yeah, you you would end up solely climbing forever if you just kept going in circles forever. That's gross. It's... Oh, but it's such a good map otherwise. Anyways. Okay. This is not a Metroid podcast as much as What's we keep trying to turn it into a Metroid podcast.
0: The Angler's Tunnel, you know, it looks very symmetrical on the piece of paper map. Uh-huh. But when you're actually exploring it, it's really organic and, uh, you know, chaotic.
1: Yeah, I like the way that there's kind of big open areas and then the overhang area
0: yeah that like lets you get kind of a bird's eye view of parts of the
1: dungeon before you go there as these dungeons move through the game Mm -hmm. you end up with less orthodox like room configurations and stuff where tail cave was almost mostly like single room single room single room and then opens up a little bit as you get yeah. As you get further and further into this game, the room construction just gets way less traditional LOZ style. Yeah. And this absolutely. is a really good one of those. Where'd my notes go? There's my notes.
0: Uh Okay. It, this uh, this dungeon also strikes me as um, having a few different interesting sequence breaks.
1: <gasps> That's where I was going next. The ah. area with the cross-shaped pit Yeah, is a sequence break there's a cross-shaped pit that you're meant to just cross with the pegasus Pegasus boots boots and and the rock's feather and the rock's feather
0: but and like you can long jump left to right or right to left and you can jump long jump up and down or down and up but you're not supposed to (laughs) turn a right angle in the air uh to uh get like you're not supposed to turn a right angle in the air, but you can if you're you good. You totally I've, can. I've managed to do that a couple times. I think uh, I did I'm it as a kid. I think, yeah? there,
1: I think my first playthrough I did, and I must have tried it since then, because I know it's a thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's rad. It's it's totally sequence breakable in a way that is totally unintended. Um, there's also
0: a sequence break. I think the like, second most obvious one is the one in the room with the uh, boss door, where they give you one tile to like look at the you're like oh that's where the nightmare key door is i better remember to come but get back here some some other way so i can actually access it but because they let you look at it from that one tile it's another thing where you can jump and manipulate your trajectory in midair to just skip a ton of the dungeon and go right up to
1: the boss door The, the jumping shenanigans that go on in this game are a lot uh there's another tire where we should talk about some speedrun stuff later and what they can do with the jumping in this game it's nuts
0: now do you know about the skip to get the nightmare's key uh i do not oh wait uh, i've, I've just... seen
1: oh i've seen it it's the okay wait, no explain it to me again because i forget okay
0: it. so uh you see where the nightmare key is on this platform with a bunch of shiny blocks uh n- just north of that is a room with some p-hats and what you have to do is get those pots out of the way, and then do like jump and bang your sword on a pea hat that's in midair, and you get bonked up the ledge somehow, and you just end up up there, so you can just grab the nightmare key.
1: So you get to get all the other stuff in this game, in this in this level. Yeah. Uh, so the inc- level
0: ends up being like two minutes,
1: which includes the next thing on my list yeah uh there's a good puzzle where a key spawns okay so you're making your way through the dungeon like normal Mm -hmm. you do one of those rooms where you like beat some enemies and a key drops which Mm -hmm. happens it's happened before but it Mm -hmm. drops down into a hole oh dang and you have to go down into the like an underground side scroll area to get to it but the key's in the middle of a big pool it's at the bottom of a pool and link can't swim yet so it's just down there and you're like this stinks Pretty good. So then you have to go fight the mid-boss to get to where the dungeon item is. The mid-boss is named Q-Ball, is that right? He is Q-Ball in English. In Uh, Japanese, he's called Hiploop Hover, which is a combination of the two enemies Helmosaur and Water Tektite. There's a really weird thing where Water Tektites, in Japanese... For a little bit were called hovers which is a separate enemy from a tektite so uh, and then Helmosaurs are the little guys with the hel- little dinosaurs with helmets you can't attack them head-on uh just like
0: cubal cubal combines traits of both and doesn't look
1: like i i mean no it doesn't really look like a helmosaur, right it's no but it's it's got a, it's a it's a bulbous. It's an insectish thing with a hard head so i think that's where yeah. they got that from Kind of like yeah. how Helmer Rock is in a dinosaur, but it's got a helmet on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a boss that you have to hit from behind. And if you're dumb and a kid like me, you will get the boots and try and chase it down. <laughs> Even though it's, like, I think I did that too. Gosh, it's like it just it's it, there's the room is just a single like square path, and it'll just keep running away from you. And if you're dumb and a kid, you'll try and chase it down with the boots. But all you have to do is just jump over it. Uh, yeah,
0: I always find it kind of unsatisfying to fight here. Uh, you get to fight it somewhere more interesting later on, but that's neither here nor... Well, it's there. Well, it's there, yeah. huh.
1: You beat uh, the guy. You beat Q-Ball.
0: Right. And then you do a puzzle where you pull a thing out of the wall to make Bricks move. Yep. And then you get the
1: flippers. The flippers! They're back. And they're better. This was the second appearance of the flippers, and in this game, you can use the flippers to dive as well as swim. Mm. And they leveraged the swimming in general pretty good, in this dungeon especially.
0: Yeah, I don't think... I I think it bears mentioning how this dungeon, uh, the deep water being an obstacle before you get the flippers, makes the dungeon feel one way And then having the flippers just means that your experience, like, it totally changes the dungeon for you. Just like it's going to change the overworld when you get back out. Um, It's one of the more effective uh, dungeon items that recontextualizes things.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's good. It's good stuff. Um, You get the flippers, you run around, do a bunch of cool stuff in this dungeon that we already Well, then we want to talk about the shiny light puzzle. Uh, we can. I don't have much to say about it, but you can try it. Well, it's a
0: puzzle where there's uh, five pads on the floor, and there's five matching pads in a waterlogged room. And in the dry version of the room, you can uh, step on the pads and learn the right order for uh, walking on them. In the wet version of the room, uh, you... Uh, you can you know walk or, you can get on the pads but like it's impossible to walk on them in the right order without the uh flippers because without the flippers you have to w- jump over one of the pads to get to the other pads and that screws up the ordering uh so I think it's really clever very difficult to explain <laughs> on a podcast it,
1: that is a hard one and it was a hard one to like grasp as a kid. Because, yeah. like, before I beat the dungeon, I'm like, why can't I do th-? Like, before you get the flippers, you're, like, throwing your head at this thing. Going, what is <laughs> what is up with this? I don't get it. And then you get the flippers, and you're like, oh, I, you know. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's again, this dungeon does a lot of good stuff with water without actually having to manipulate water levels and stuff. Sure. Which is, I like that. I like that I the water guess... itself is the obstacle and not tool
0: we're being dumb though you do manipulate water in this dungeon in that you turn off the waterfall to get in
1: Uh, so it's
0: kind of in the same spirit as entering swamp palace
1: i don't mm, that would be the same as like draining the one fairy fountain to get to the dungeon absolutely yes Uh, it's part of a and uh you kind there's, of do there's no hydrodynamics there's no plumbing going. i guess it is pl- it's, i don't know.
0: I, I, I i want to treat this as a separate thing though okay i'm not okay as a. It. it's not a puzzle mechanic but it's a th- motif of opening dungeons by clearing away water yeah
1: that's i'm yeah. okay with that part of that okay, okay.
0: uh
1: how fun. how fun um boss is anglerfish yes which has a good sprite
0: is what my notes say it's good looking, yes. It's a t- dumb boss that I don't like very much. It's
1: not a very good boss. You just hu-
0: swipe it with your sword. Yeah, I forgot that it can actually attack because just I lunges. kill it so fast. And other
1: fish show up. I forget.
0: I think it runs into the wall and then rocks fall down. Rocks
1: fall. That's okay. Um, there's a skull at the bottom here. I put the question: Are anglerfish carnivorous? And that's yes, of course they are. Mm. Uh, right. Yeah, that's why they have the yeah i That's. I don't know. I, apparently, I'm not I catching writing, fruit with that. When I was when I was writing these notes, I was not certain. <laughs> but now I'm like, that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. I did these notes a while back. Uh, you get the instrument, which is the surf harp, mm. which is a good instrument. Uh, and a good name for an instrument. Yeah. Is it the first one that? When you play it, it doesn't really sound much like it's playing the Ballad of the Windfish. It kind of just does like a. I'm remembering this like right now. It, uh, it, it sounds just more like you're kind of plucking through a harp. Yeah. Like a, yeah. a set of notes that are just kind of passing through like the harp scale.
0: I don't it- remember if this is the first time that
1: happens. I guess it's not difficult to check Um, i'm pretty sure i'm I'm fairly certain it is because the other instruments were the cello sure and then the not the bell what's second the The horn the horn
0: Okay, the bell, bell. when you you play the bell, it doesn't play the ballad of the windfish, it plays a weird little bell.
1: Okay, well, so, like, you get these instruments, and some of them have the...
0: They just play the ballad of the windfish. They just play the
1: ballad of the windfish with a different, like, sound to it, because it's a different instrument. And then some of them are these accompanying instruments Mm -hmm. don't, they just play a sound of that accompanying instrument, and that's a cool touch. I really like that.
0: Uh, yes, that is good. Is there anything else to say?
1: That is all I got to say about that. Yeah. Okay, a, this is again cool dungeon. Yep. Um, in a game that has it's it's a it's a good dungeon in a game that has lots of good dungeons. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's not do a dungeon next time, though. No. What you want to do? Some a fun place let's with do... like a cool person to talk <gasps> to. Let's talk to my friend over at D15 next time. All right.